0: Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Long Legs. You know me, Daddy T. Oh, what's up? It's Teresa Lee. Um, I am pleased to announce, or please, I am going to announce, uh, this is the last recorded original episode of the year, of 2020. Wow, we made it. I didn't think I'd still be doing this. Um, not in a bad way, just because life has been so hectic. I was like, for surely something will have to fall off. And I... I'm so grateful for the confidants uh, for this and comedy quarantine, which is ending this week on Friday. If you haven't tuned in, that's the live comedy show I hosted throughout the entire pandemic. We weekly, um, actually daily, but we basically Monday through Friday for a while, uh, on Instagram live and, uh, both this podcast and that Instagram live show has really been a saving grace for giving me routine and giving me a way to connect to people outside. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, uh, that's my good confession um so before the end of the year I will be releasing a clip show as I do with just some highlights and my comments of you know some moments throughout the year if you have favorite moments or you have anything you want um to include or you even want to record yourself your voice nobody ever no confidants ever want this I, I I believe only comedians want to be featured, but if you do or you want to write me a note, I'll read your notes on that episode. Um, Just email me, tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com. If you do send me a sound clip, it's best to send it in .mp3 or .wav form, Um, but you can even record it on your iPhone notes. I'll figure it out. I'm a savvy gal. And uh, finally, because it's the end of the year, um, I just want to say thank you so much. I last year I sent out some holiday cards to my confidants. Um, this year I do want to continue the tradition of if you donate $20 to a charity of your choice and email me the receipt or tag me on social media, even better brag to your friends, you know, get the ripple effect going. Um, I'll send you a holiday card. I know the holiday card's not worth $20, but I just, if that will get your little tushy to, you know, donate something, I would love that. And, uh, Yeah, I'll write you a little no, a little thank you no, and um, that's it. And I guess I I don't have more announcements. Um, I'm just very grateful for all of you. So enjoy this episode with Tanner Oliver. You can tell her. You can tell what's up it's your girl father long legs uh you know me daddy t this is you can tell me anything this is the podcast where comedians c- confess something they want to get off their chest um you know not it's not always good or bad no judgment the whole idea is just to let something out you know i feel like people are always like it has to be shameful it has to be like it's like no it just has to be something you want to talk about in depth uh with me so i mean you don't have to want to but you will so hopefully you want to my guest today, I'm very excited to have on uh, a true patriot. Look at this American flag in his background. We're doing this over Zoom. He's the host of Anomaly Homily. We met at Limestone Comedy Festival last year. Tanner Oliver, what's up?
1: Feeling good, feeling good. What's up? What's up?
0: I'm, I'm doing good, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry for calling out your American flag. Well, you did ask me about it, in all fairness. When we started, you said, is this too much American flag for you? And never. Well,
1: I I like it because the black and white American flag, it's the flag of the American depression. It's the (gasps) I feel like it's the only time America is still in it pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's the only time that America has been like, okay, we're so poor we can't even afford red and blue anymore. Wow. So yeah, this is the American
0: flag for now. Oh, I didn't even re- think about it. That's why I thought it was like it, out of respect. But now that I think about it, we've never no. Americans the the most loud patriots have never respected this country. It's you yeah. know what I mean. Like the loud ones. I'm. I mean. I'm not saying like people who wear American flags, I'm talking about the ones who are like, Get out of here if you don't speak English. It's like sounds like you really don't respect the nature of this country, which is <laughs> inclusivity. So
1: Exactly. Uh... I I think it's a shame <laughs> that if I see a man or a woman in a American flag shirt or a hat Yeah for five seconds, I'm like, hmm. But they like me? You know?
0: Yeah, it's it's that's over Fourth of July. I did like uh, cause it was such a like time when we were all hating American. Which and I was like, I hate all the things about it, but I was like, is there a way I can try to like shift? Because I was just so angry. So I thought of it as like, okay, it's like your friend who has grown apart from you who like has a bunch of new friends that you don't like but like deep down you're like we grew up together like you have flaws but I feel like you could change and that's how I tried to see America so I did like a little toast to America that way where I was like because I was just like everyone's like claiming the flag for white supremacists and I'm like it's not like you know it's not true because the minute Biden and um, Kamala and Biden was called or the race was called on that Saturday people were in the streets with flags so it's like oh yeah even you can't it's not like you can't hide from the truth You're, like in the moment you still feel exactly. proud so it's like yeah the white supremacists never owned the flag they're just trying to appropriate america very uh, classic of them
1: i think the reason that they let us all know the result saturday is so we could get fucked up <laughs> like
0: what <don't> do you think <laughs> <I'm just waiting>. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like funny. couldn't tell
1: us thursday even though it was like Uh, you know it was looking a little dark there on thursday but then friday it was like all right let's keep them one more day
0: yeah they can bust
1: out the whiskey saturday morning
0: (laughs) and then sunday is lord's day so yeah Yeah. we can't do that Um, but speaking uh before we get too far i like to start with a good confession just for the listeners to get to know you if they don't and um starting on a positive note so just a quick little like one line or something but what is something good you want to confess
1: uh, something good. I want to confess.
0: Yeah, it could be like a all humble right, brag, um, or like I really into this show. It doesn't really have to be a secret. It's just positive. No,
1: this is it's. It would only be a secret to people that like didn't know what happened uh, to my dogs. But all right, so in uh, I want to say like like sixth grade, we moved from Southfield to Bloomfield, and our house wasn't big enough in Bloomfield mm-hmm. for my two dogs who were like Siberian Huskies. Oh. And so I know. And so my parents were like, you got to give them up. You got to, you know, you got to get rid of the dogs. And I was like, all right, fine. Like, I don't want to, but I'll, I have to. So uh, I looked up this program for like uh, vets that were coming home from Iraq. And like, what? you could donate your dog to oh. that charity. And so then I donate both of them to the charity. Uh, the girl, Emily, ended up in like Massachusetts with this family. That's like really cool. And then my original dog sparky because we got emily for my sister basically but my dog oh. sparky uh he ended name. up in phoenix with this guy who was like an amputee like an uh-huh. iud had, like blown up and like taken his leg and stuff oh, and he sent me this postcard <gasps> of him and my dog in this kayak like going oh. down a river and he was just like look kid i don't know you i've never met you but i want you to know that your dog saved my fucking life so oh, that's that's my humble brag. I always go back to that. Like,
0: oh my God. I
1: did not want to give up my dog. I was heartbroken. I was like, what's going to happen to them? What's going to happen? And then like two years later, this guy's like, dude, Aww. like your dog, the best. I was like, fucking thank you.
0: I Christ. love that. How So is it an agency where they let you talk to each other or he had to request to find you?
1: Um, He can request to find me, but I can't find out it's, what happens like to the blind, dogs. Therefore, because like <laughs> they, they said that they used to be able to do that. But then people would just,
0: yeah,
1: like they track down their dogs and be like, "Give me my dog back!" Like you know, some <gasps> they, cold-hearted like, people, they get, like
0: helicopter parenting, where they're like, "Well, they don't like to eat the, or they don't." But it's like you, it's not yours anymore. Like you have to let. Them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, and also yeah. like I don't know, the facts were on the wall for me in terms of like giving my dogs away. Like one, we do not have enough space for these dogs. Yeah. Two, you're going to give these dogs away. Yeah. Three. Uh, you're like, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, a am I'm, I'm in the ninth grade. Do I have money to track down two dogs that I gave away? No, it's, it's a done deal, but I was made it sure that if it was going to be a done deal that they weren't going to just end up, you know, yeah. in the shits. So sure. that's yeah. so
0: nice. I love that story. And it's like, yeah, the kayaking, I mean, it's like the whole thing, it's like it's just so sweet. They're together. They're doing yeah. something active physical. So happy, so happy enough to reach out to you. I think that's a great, good confession. Yeah. Um, and I, now I know charities like that exist. So um, if my dog steps out of line, I'm going to bring him. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> my dog is a brat. This is
1: Chet. He's been in Fallujah. I <laughs> think you guys get along. Oh,
0: my gosh. Um, well, we – okay, before we get into the confession, I like to talk a little bit about – so this podcast was inspired by when I started going to therapy because I didn't really have that as a kid and uh, really enjoyed – well, enjoy seems to be the wrong word, but really uh, – it opened up a new world for me to be able to talk about things and like sort of in depth things that don't always even feel like they're important just to like, you, you know, unravel. So I like yeah. to ask, um, I guess, like what their experience with therapy is and it's runs the gamut. Um, so I'm just curious, uh, yeah. Wh- what's your relationship with therapy? And do you go, have you ever gone? Like, do you hate it?
1: Um My relationship with therapy is like, I everything that I've, uh, sought out, uh, like, by myself has worked out, but Mm -hmm. anything that like was provided for by, uh, like family or like connections like that didn't work out at Mm. all. Like, um, I think like, okay, the year my parents got divorced, like my dad's a psychiatrist. So like he's used to just prescribing medicine to people and Uh then talking about it. And so like, I was like, dad, I think I'm having some issues like, you know, focusing in school. So he got me on Adderall, but then like the Adderall, the the dosage that I was on Mm. was like incredibly high, like, like Mm. 80 milligrams. Like, oh yeah. Like, and when you're on that kind of Adderall, like, okay, (gasps) there's a certain point where you break off and they give you twenties and then they dose you down to fives because it's in your system and your (sighs) body's used to it. But when I was on eighties, yo, I was like, like if somebody was talking to me, I'd be like, what I'm focusing, like just Shut up, you know. And then I'd go back to like wow, like it anti, is, fo-
0: like almost so far focused you can't actually yeah react to the present anymore.
1: Yeah, it was just it was like a I call it the boot camp pill because like wow. as soon as I swallowed it, it, took me about maybe like thirty minutes. But then thirty, like you know, for a full twelve hours, I was just like, don't talk to me. I'm focused. This is what needs to happen, right? And then wow. I got on the twenties, and then I just basically had to learn how to. Not so much be a person again, but be like a social person again. Be again. You know, yeah. people would be like, Oh, did you go to so and so's pool party? I'm like, Didn't have time. I uh, had to do this and that. And um, I, I'm just glad that I got it done. Like, you know, like I was wow. like, I was like, I, for those two years, I just call it like the fighter pilot years where I was just <sighs> like, Yes, sir. Yes. We dropped it and uh, we're back home and <sighs> this is base. Like, just it was, it was like a part of me that like I went from having a, uh, social circle of about maybe like 10 friends to about three wow. like in those two years because i was just like like it was that and like then like also year,
0: but i don't know if it's no. i feel like
1: i don't know i like, definitely
0: it, in quarantine realize how much hanging out was me pushing myself to be social yeah yeah <laughs> like, I was like yeah i have my three friends i love them they're great
1: exactly it was uh it's it was me, like, real, because I don't know if you've ever taken Adderall at oh, all. Oh, yeah.
0: I just, I um, got diagnosed with ADHD, like, last November. And I, okay. yeah, so I, I, wait, was it November? Yeah. So I started, I've been about a year on it, it now. So I, I've, it's a little different for me because I started as an adult. And I really okay. was at the point where it was like, oh, like, I really do have it. And it's like, they were, when I went into the center, sh- she was literally like, yeah, you, your charts literally are like. I end up being average because I'll have, like, the first five minutes. She's like, yeah, you're, like, exceptional up here. And then it just drops. And then you end up with an average that gets you through, like, radar. So people will be like, oh, I guess she's mediocre. But when you look (laughs) at it, it's, like, the first five. It's, like, so disproportionately, like, high performance. And then it just drops. And then I'm just out of it the whole time. And she's like, you need need help. Um, But I've never taken 80. I'm on, like, pretty low dosage. I'm very, like, sensitive to stuff. So I very much, like... Opposite of people going in for drugs, I think I'm always like, is there a solution that doesn't involve drugs? Like, what's the most non habit forming? And they're always like, I feel like, are you sure people come in asking for Xanax? I was like, definitely not. Please give me something that I can stop. You know, I'm like, I don't want anything that I'm depending on. My goal is to get off of everything, but use this to help me transition, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you take it as a child, like, you're already like i mean shit if you take it in middle school you're already sweating just from being in middle school because as we can all agree middle school is yeah. awful it's terrible like i think yeah. that we should just like i don't want to say get rid of it but uh, like, uh, god can we just do it in like smaller doses sort of like, like no farm. no eight hour days yeah, like instead just of like having four classrooms. hours
0: yeah i feel like they should do those like isn't that like that's like montessori style but like for like older kids like just like let like kids learn on a farm and then whenever you want, it's like, a, you know, gyms where they have like 8 a.m. There's this class Let you roam around. And then when it's time to take a class, you have to sto- you have to like go. And if if you're not there on the time, you just do the next one. Like, OK, well, what's the next cl- like kind of like a festival? That's how school should be. And then yeah. you're still required to do like, let's say at the end of the day, 10 classes or whatever. Wouldn't that be cool? You could just roam in and be like, today, I'm going to take this poetry class. Kids would love that and you would learn. Oh that's yeah, my, that's my. I'm um, gonna start a cult.
1: <laughs> I wish it was like that, but I mean, like, okay, I won't. I won't deny it. Like, the high school I went to was pretty. For a public high school, it was pretty uh, open and like, like, let's say we were like reading like The Great Gatsby or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember in uh, that class, my teacher was like, "What did any of you like learn from reading this book?" And I just raised my hand. She was like, yes. And I was just like, yo, you can have everything, like absolutely everything. And you still lack like for, for, you know, that one thing there'll always be that one thing you want. And then I don't know that. And like, uh, I would say that like, just the, uh, they don't talk about it, but the depression that comes with starting to take a lower dosage Mm. because. Also, while you're taking a lower dosage, you don't have those other 60 milligrams to just, like, force you to do stuff. Yeah. So once I started on the 20s, that was when, like, I went from, like, just having always, always, always. And then as soon as I got my first C, I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, just, wow. like, you know. That's so, interesting,
0: too, because it really does show that it was a focus problem. Because yeah. it's not like you didn't understand it. But you needed the additional, uh, like, Help. So it's like in reality, school should be more tailored, probably in a more holistic way, like in the middle, right? Like, not saying that, like, sometimes you need a cocktail of meds and holistic treatment, but yeah. ideally with kids, like, nobody is all the same. So they probably design the curriculum and classroom sizes and pacing for like an average. So if you're somewhere on the extreme low or high end, you're still going to have a hard time focusing. So what they should probably do is a combination of maybe a little bit of Adderall to get you through the day emotionally, yeah. you know, but then also for kids who have more trouble focusing, like, slower, like, longer class, like, the better study hall. Like, these are actual tools that would have helped. But instead of slowing down time, they're like, let's beat up your mind. It's like, yeah, oh, like- you could <laughs> also slow down time. Like, he could. it's okay if he learns, like, like a few math concepts like a few months later like the rest of your life you'll know it like why would exactly. you rush to learn everything in like the same amount of days i don't know it is pretty wild when you think about it it's like if you try to teach yourself have you ever tried to teach yourself anything at home
1: yes yes japanese oh, didn't work okay. out
0: <laughs> well, okay well well so that didn't work out but let's say you took a class online or whatever that you did do all the way through You can do it at your own pace. That's what they're designed for. And then when you finish, the idea is if you did all that, you know, put in the effort that you learned it. But imagine now if it's like as soon as you start, they're like, all right, if you don't finish this in the 50 days of the school year, you fail and you cannot go to college. You're like, well, I I, sometimes I, what if I want to miss the day? Like, that's what the goal is. You're not allowed any like leeway to catch up if you fall behind, which is wild. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, um, uh, how, you know, that's, I, I like how we went from psych- psychiatrist to schools. We really both do have ADHD. Um. Yeah,
1: that and like, <laughs> well, okay, the other thing I was going to say is that like my, my dad, uh, he suggested a psychiatrist that we go to, to talk about the divorce. Hmm. And uh, like me and my sister both like when we walk out of the sessions, I'd be like, yeah, that psychiatrist was a friend's a dad's, right? And she was like, Yeah. And I was like, yeah, didn't it seem like she like painted dad in like such a positive light and then painted mom in such a shitty light? Like like he painted himself in like that taupe kind of like warm uh, colors you see in a in a bar. And then he just painted my mom as like acid green, like a college bar that you know you're not supposed to be there. It's a terrible place. Like it was is like you could just see through it so easily. And that's what made me be like, okay, if I'm going to go through therapy again it's gonna be somebody that none of my parents know yeah. and I also have to like do this by myself I can't just be like okay we're gonna do it now like you know that kind yeah,
0: of yeah that makes sense I mean that's why I like to ask people because I I because I didn't have or know any of this so when I was younger but some people I speak to do like have a really bad experience which if you start when you're young that often is the case because it's usually mandated by schools or mandated by parents and it tends to be not necessarily in your best interest. It's like, yeah. who is hiring this person? You know, like the school is hiring this person. Your mom is hiring this person. And that's who they're working for. And uh, exactly. that is like a slight difference because it's like, yeah, technically they're not, they're going to tell you they're neutral, but like they're humans. So their goal is to look at this child and be like, let me tell the mom what's going on instead of looking at this ch- like person and say, hey, let's talk as people. So, yeah, exactly. I think sometimes with starting as a kid, it can start very much in the wrong uh, wrong direction. But, mm. but, yeah, well, this brings me to my question. Um, Tanner, is there anything you'd like to tell me?
1: Um, okay, this has everything <laughs> to do with what we talked about in the beginning. Um uh-huh. All right. So as a child, you know, that uh, right around high school, you're like, okay, where can I get money from? Where can I, you know, just (laughs) I got to start getting a day job, you know, want to, you know, take people out and (laughs) have a good time. (laughs) That kind of
0: girls. Yep.
1: Um, So uh, it was at that time that I learned just how valuable, uh, the Adderall I was taking was, oh. and, uh, I started selling it <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and it was, uh, it was like a full four year venture of just selling my pills on the side. And like, the thing was like my parents, they were like, you know, he's responsible. He can take them himself. And so when they gave me a, you know, a 40 pill, you know, uh prescription, I would, Like you know, pinch a couple off the side here and there, Mm. and then you know sell them to kids who are in like uh, high school or community college. Didn't really, didn't really matter. But uh, turns out, okay, so like the twenty milligrams, you can charge like maybe like ten dollars, right? But the eighty milligrams, because they last so long, you can charge fifty dollars a pill for those. And so it was like, it was like kind of like Breaking Badish in that like. (laughs) You know, I'm just this fat black kid with glasses, but I'm the one who has like the connect, you know, yeah. it's just not very I, I didn't look the part which helped and which made it last so long. You but know?
0: that's also even when I think about like cause I, as an adult now and I watch more like foreign movies and then American movies, it starts to make me realize how much things that we think are a stereotype are actually... Not just a stereotype because it's like bad, but also it's like actively created by Hollywood. Like, like yeah. when you say we don't like the parts, like, yeah. Come to think of it, most of the people I knew who sold drugs in school didn't look like what a Hollywood person would have made it. It's like, but that's actually probably more true. Cause it's like, oh yeah. yeah, it's the person with uh, you know ADHD or the parents who are very neurotic and making sure they're getting all their thing, and that's who has all the drugs, and they're usually the most like. You know, everything's in a ziplock bag, and I'm very careful. I guess <laughs> it's like, the, you know, Yeah the parents who would, t- yeah. My mom didn't take me to. I had allergies, and she was like, I don't know, just like sleep it off. <laughs> so now, yeah. as, as an adult, I'm like, wait, I could have solved so. <laughs> like, I'm like, if you just took me to an allergist, I was like breaking out in canker sores all the time. She was like, seems like stress.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- I was uh, I was very careful with it. Um, I was always like, don't text me, don't call me. <sighs> were you actually scared of it
0: i mean i guess it is technically illegal but i wonder how much like gravitas kids understand about selling drugs like it's a little different in like because you're like this is mine and i'm giving it to my friends or what how did it start or were you immediately like i'm let's get into the biz
1: it started when uh i went over a friend's house and his uh brother was like home for the holidays and he was like, do any of you know anybody who has Addies?" And I was like, is that like some sort like, you know, I'm young. So I'm like, is that some sort of disorder? It's like, Oh, I have Addies. I have full blown Addies." Like, like, you know, oh I, was like, looking, I was like, is this guy talking about like age like- or something? I don't know. Like you know, I'm just a you, child. So I'm like young. dumb, but uh, he's like, no, like Adderall. I'm like, Oh, I have Adderall. And then he's just like "What milligram. And I was like, uh, well, I mean, I have 80s he's like you have 80s and Damn. like when i saw the look in his eye of like you have exactly what i want and he was like how much and i was like uh let me think about it and then like you know because i'm still like a child I, yeah like, you're you know, like
0: um five uh, dollars um six yeah i'm like um, five i'm
1: like how much can i you know how much and so then my friend was like dude i really want to go to the movies but i'm like strapped for cash right now like do, do you want to go to the movies and i was just like uh okay different question brian do you want me to charge your brother a uh, hundred dollars for two of these pills so we can go to the movies?
0: Oh my god!
1: So that is like what started me and him just wanted to go to the movies and see super Superbad. Really bad. An
0: expensive movie date, but.
1: And so I was just like, "Do you want me to charge your brother so we can just both go to the movies on his dime?" He's like, "Sure." And so I was like, "All right, it'll be hundred for two. And he's like, "Yo, that's like super cheap." And I was like, "Oh, shit! Like, these could have gone." for more he's like, yeah dude like uh he's like you know at grad school like i buy like two for like 140 like you could sell these for like 70 bucks a piece i was like uh okay thank you for giving me a price gauge um (laughs) this is this is great and so then uh i feel like there's a
0: the older kid because it always seems like older kids know more and are like you feel like confident that they're like when they say it's okay it is but like Hearing this whole story, that you're both children in a way, like, like you and the kid like the brother, yeah. And hearing him be like, "Yeah, this is what it is." I'm sure later he was like, "Oh no, I was also like totally shouldn't have been like this confident about how much Adderall I'm taking."
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. But
0: you're probably like, "Oh, it feels fine." Like, like there's no like yeah. fear of like, "Oh, what if it affects him poorly?" It was more just like, "Should I get rid, rid of this or not?"
1: I feel like it was the thing where like, okay, I wasn't looking into anybody's health backgrounds but i figured like <laughs> if i can take it then he can take it oh, also no. he's like i don't know he was like 50 pounds bigger than me you know so i was like
0: i've been told that like, people who don't have adhd when they take it it feels like 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 crack or coke or something like it's yeah wired like, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is so wild wired. because it's the. i mean it is how i, f- I figured out i have adhd is like like, I don't do coke, and I don't, because, it, I mean, I tried it once, and it didn't affect me, and then I was like, uh-huh. it's boring, and I was also, I'm like, why would I, I don't know, want to spend money on something that doesn't, it's like, everyone, it's like a rich drug, but I'm like, even,
1: yeah I can just I think the thing... talk,
0: to like, I talk that much normally, so I just, like, wait till everyone's on coke, and then, boop, get in with my stuff, and then they'll listen, and I'm like, just hang around sober. <laughs>
1: That's, I, I feel like that's the same thing for me. Like, uh, I was not attracted to Coke because one of my favorite movies is Casino and just watching <laughs> watching his wife just be like, I can't stick me. And like, <sighs> oh, what a, like, what a mess. Like, what a mess that drugs makes people. So yeah. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm
0: good. But Adderall, I'm okay, I'm right. so like my therapist, before I got my diagnosis, she was like, you probably do have it. She's like, but you have to go to like an official center and do it. And she was like, mm-hmm. if you... She's like, if you've ever, she didn't say like, take it, but she's basically saying like, cause I think it's so easy to get. She's kind of like, well, if you wouldn't know if you have it, if you took it at Adder- like you'll know if you take Adderall and it affects you weirdly that you don't have ADHD and
1: yeah. my
0: sister got a diagnosis. So then I did try it and it literally, it, the best way I can describe it is nothing like it's nothing. But then yeah. over time I'm like, Whoa, I got shit. Like I don't feel it kick in or anything. I just feel normal and like, and then, like, I'll get my work done and I'll realize, oh, I didn't have a panic attack. Oh, I didn't fall asleep. Wait a minute. It's, like, the absence of my, like, d- brain freaking out, which I think is when it's supposed to be used. But that's why I always get nervous when people ask for it. And I I really, yeah. like, don't. I mean, it's so limited I can't even – I don't have that much extra anyways. But people will be like, how much how much? And I'm like – if I were to give anyone this, I cannot charge for it. Cause I cannot start this president. Like I just, <laughs> I like, I mean, when I'm not on my meds, I'm like way too wired. So.
1: Oh yeah. No, I, uh, f- the thing is like, you can't even split them apart like a Tylenol because they're just little <laughs> beads in there. Like you've seen uh, it. Like it's just, you know, so I was like, all right, I'm going to just make the, I, I kind of, dosed it out in terms of like classes like I'm like okay if it's an easy class that I could handle without Adderall because I already like I was taking a lot of like creative writing courses and stuff so I'm like okay we have creative writing we have English language we also have uh, AP US history today those are things you love you do not need Adderall today so I would just like pop one out and then like for the days where it's just like okay we got pre-calc and uh, Japanese and we also have ASL and you don't know like eight of the uh, hand forms that you're supposed to do so today we're gonna take uh, some Adderall so we can remember our, you know because rem- <laughs> one time I did a ASL test and I forgot a lot of what I was supposed to write down uh-huh. and then when I got out I was just like how does anybody remember this shit and then this <sighs> one kid was just like dude you gotta like make it like so it's something fun that you remember is just like so like most of my shit i just pretend is like gang signs because that way it's like dope to remember i'm like okay well that's i don't know that that's weird but i love
0: high school yeah it's like when you talk about like it is such like just such a time like everything like it just really brings you back to just like well, you feel so adult and you are in a way like you are viewed by the world. Like you're an adult, you move around, you can't be modeled by yourself, but then like, you'll say things like, Oh, I guess I could sell out. Adder- oh, this is how, like, it's just like yeah. just <laughs> enough where you're like, okay. Like I remember being young and thinking I knew shit and it's like, I see. Yeah, I see like it, but it's so universal. Like just having that friend who says something and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how we do it. Like, like...
1: Exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was just a weird time because as soon as it like got out in school that oh, I had I it, it. Like other kids that were also taking Adderall were coming up to me and they were like how much do you sell yours for and I was just like uh 50 and they're like dude I charge like 10 for mine I'm like well what milligram are you taking and they're like oh like 20 I'm like well that's why cuz like mine's really bad you guys like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn so when I you were know. saving them you got to the point where you were saving them so that you could sell more did it get to the point where you had to be like because originally you have some extras and then you're all like oh every time i sell one it's more money are you then get cutting into the way of like what you need for work
1: um i wasn't because i mean it's high school like i mean you can you can handle it you know it's just (laughs) uh i'll say this adderall made me like absolutely superb at 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 learning like just like just top tier like i turned into like Hermione almost just like I know I know exactly please me I know like I have so much and then like when I wasn't taking it I was like I know it but I don't need to say it you know like it just made me like incredibly outgoing academically but socially it was like it was like the freaking border wall like I was just staring up at it and I was just like oh man okay like the dance is coming up I should probably ask somebody to dance no no you should probably stay home and write like just it was like Like, you know how, I don't know, uh, you know how when, like, you first got into comedy and you were like, shows are everything, shows are everything, must do shows, shows, shows. That's how it was. That's how it
0: was. Well, I'm very fascinated by this, and this is, like, probably the third podcast in a row where something like this has happened where someone's described something and I'm like I know what you're talking about but I'm the opposite and it's it's made me start to think like am I an alien like what the fuck but I know it's not because everyone's brain is different but what you're describing on Adderall is how I used to feel all the time growing up like I was Hermione Granger I was like hey can I do extra credit and then if I was like not that close to Because I I was like a straight-A student, but also like I had not not much going on. Um, And I really like school. So very nerdy. But if I was like A- minus or in that 91, 90 territory, I would always ask for extra credit. Because what I could predict is that I'm at risk for it going down. So if I do poorly on my next test, it might go down. So then I would preemptively ask. And usually teachers at that point are like, you're obviously working hard and studying. Like it's it's not because you slacked off and now need to catch up so they usually like give me some crumbs but like they'd be like okay do this for five extra points I'm like okay thanks that was me but that was me not on Adderall that was me and that's why I never got diagnosed but ADHD as you might know because your dad's a psychiatrist also has you know a lot of other elements besides focus which is like emotional instability there's also like when your dopamine drops out of nowhere it can affect your body in different ways so I had a lot of that like overly giggly laughing and couldn't stop or just suddenly angry or suddenly sad. But yeah. people just go, Oh, that sounds like you're a growing teenager. So I never yeah. got the, um, diagnosis. Cause I was that Hermione Granger in school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll say, th- okay. It came to an end. I said four years, but it came to an end around like my junior year because the same guy that I sold to, he like was just over, you know, our uh house because our fam our families were friends right Uh he was like hey man uh how much would it be for you to just give me all you have right now and I'll give you something in return and I was like okay what are you talking about and he's just like okay well how many 80s do you have left and I was like uh about 20 right and I'm like you know I've I've taken all my midterms I'm Mm -hmm. fine right and he's like uh how would you feel if I uh, in like just as trade oh no. for those twenty eighties, I give you uh, a half a pound of marijuana. Oh my god! <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. I was a junior, and I was going to like parties and stuff, and like people were asking for weed more so than they were asking for Adderall. Just so I was <sighs> like, I could just take the turn with this. And but the thing with the weed was uh i wasn't going to sell at school because obviously like uh-huh. adderall doesn't smell yeah it doesn't sm- like there's it's just which is you well, know
0: interesting when you think about now that so many places are, are decriminalizing marijuana it's like when you actually look at the effect like weed is so much more harmless than selling so oh, I mean, so adderall much Adderall's like harmless. a like a straight up change in your body chemistry weed yeah. is like calm you down for a bit and then you just like it's, it's a world of difference yet one seems and even like yeah if i was selling weed at school it would feel very scary because it is just yeah. thing that the teachers and everything like ingrains in your brain like this is a criminal act but when you think yeah. about it you're like it's a flower that grows in the
1: wild well if we're talking about a criminal act i was like how can i get rid mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. uh and also make like a small profit but I, part of me was just like mm-hmm. okay I was making a lot of money and it was clearly improving people's grades. <laughs> uh, if I'm going You're to like sell distraction, <laughs> then like I want it to be like for something good. So uh, I was like, <laughs> OK, I'll sell killer. to my friends that won't tell. And I was also volunteering <laughs> at uh, this elderly people's home. Mm. Uh, it was probably like a mile away from my house. But a couple of the people were like, you know, they were uh complaining about like arthritis and like they couldn't (gasps) go to sleep and stuff and i was like oh i have a very strong indica here uh banana Uh, sherb kush i believe this is and so like i would always bring like at least like you know a couple grams for like the old people that i liked and i would just give it to them like i was like the robin hood of just like yeah here you go (laughs) i don't want your bones to hurt at night oh thank you so much you know so it's like it was like a peak of the mountain. Like, okay. Like I gave my dogs away to a soldier. That was very good. I was selling Adderall and it may have affected the heartbeats of some of the people I sold it to because 80 milligrams is a lot. And then to finish like my senior year of high school, I was just like, I'll sell, but then I'll just give away some of this stuff. Cause it just made like for old people. I feel like we should do uh, what Israel does. I don't know if you know this, but Israel Uh, If you go to the pharmacy and you're like an Israeli native and you complain about, you know, uh, glaucoma Mm. or like, you know, uh, arthritis, they'll give you the medication that your doctor prescribed you. But they will also give you two grams of pot just (laughs) because.
0: Damn, Israel. But you also everyone has to fight an army. So I think they're just like, by this point, we know you've given up a lot of your time and energy and body for us. So just take something. Yeah. which we yeah. also, America does uh, exploit our citizens and then we don't do anything. We let them camp not outside at of veterans hospitals, um, after their vets or after they come back and just go, well, oh, sorry, you don't have a whole thing. Oh yeah. I'm saying this with the... a smile, not because I enjoy it. I'm because no. it's so awful that I think it, <laughs> that I've like realized that that's how I cope now is when I think I'm saying a joke and I realize there's no punchline. I just have to say it with a smile. um, <laughs> But yeah, that's, I didn't know that about Israel that, that I like that. That's yeah. interesting. I think that's there's funny that you pot. say, you say it like you connect the dog to the, I don't know, the disc because, well, also I will say having a dog is kind of like drugs in a way. Like truly what oh, yeah. are drugs? Like obviously there's, <laughs> what are drugs? But what is the goal is what I mean. Like obviously with your prescribed medicine in that moment, it's medication. And then for some people yeah. it's, Uh, some people do use it to cheat, right? Because their goal is to get ahead without doing the work. So then that would be, you can't control what someone's motivation is. And some people's goals is to feel high, right? So that's different. So I think that's the nuance that gets lost when we talk about drugs or we just criminalize all of it Mm -hmm. because then you're like, well, what about it? Clearly you see that there's a lie because you could say Adderall's bad, but then people who prescribed it, it's good. So then it can't fundamentally be bad you have to actually break it down and say, well, what are we talking about here? Selling drugs is bad or pharmaceutical companies want to make money. So selling drugs is bad. Like what there's, there's so much to it. Um,
1: Yeah. I would say the bad, uh, associated with the Adderall is just because I associate, I knew that I had to like stop at one point (laughs) when I saw a guy that I knew I sold an Adderall to and he pulled it out at a party. Popped it open, crushed the little beads, and then snorted it. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Now I have to stop this. This is, this is terrible. <laughs> like this yeah. is. First off, you're supposed to swallow it, asshole. <laughs> like,
0: that was that's different. Some people take it as a party drug. A lot of people usually when people ask to ask if I have Adderall, it, it's because they aren't prescribed. You know what I mean? So like I, yeah. that's what I just like that one time when someone was like going through a very hard time grieving, they asked for one, and I said. I won't sell this to you, but you can have it. But like the reality is it does affect people differently, but we like we're not told that. So like you could handle the eighty sort of. So you think, yeah. Oh, it's nothing to give it to someone else. But um that's because there's like an inherent lie that you didn't know, which is that maybe you probably weren't supposed to be prescribed the eighty. So No, 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 no. <laughs> but like no. <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like you think, well, like someone prescribed this to me. So you're not coming it was at- my
1: dad too it's yeah. my dad so that way i was just like yeah. ah this can't be that bad i mean dad wouldn't poison <laughs> me would he like that's ridiculous probably
0: not actively but i do think that doctors are very much uh, pressured by the pharmaceutical industry and oh, they're told things are okay because yeah. they're approved but then when you really come down to it you're like well if i'm the one taking this every day i can tell you like like when i st- i mean i started like prozac earlier this year, and. my body just takes a while to adjust to anything but i don't think this was from that but it's probably a mix of things but i was like telling my therapist i was like i think that like i'm growing boob hair like random stuff and she was like (laughs) she was like that's not that's not a thing and then i was like and i'm like my sleep schedule is weird she's like that doesn't make sense but then i was like but something's changing and like she just kept being like no that's something else but what it is, is probably none of these are the actual solution. And when you change one thing, something else goes off, and then you have to whack a it. So yeah. I ended up just like trying to be more, like now I still try to do all the holistic stuff and only use meds to get me through the hard times. But it is it is wild how the doctors will just be like, once you're on it, you can just have it forever. And you're like, well, but the goal is not to just like be depending on, I don't want to be like go from a cordless phone to a, a corded phone like I'd like to transition back to being free, (laughs) like. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Wow. Well, I. So you didn't ever have to stop because you got caught. You just were like more morally learned the lesson from. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean,
1: I. All right. Like I. I feel like, because there were a lot of kids that like sold pot in high school, but they were stupid about it. Like they would bring (laughs) it to school. They would keep it in their car. Like, I was just like, if I'm gonna do this, like one. Uh, It has to be people I know. It has to be by referral. I'm going to do it like hand to hand, Uh face to face. Like, don't even like, okay, when I was like, People uh, with
0: rich parents who can get them out of trouble. So no. yeah,
1: no, I was like, look, I was like, look, if you want it, you have to meet me here. I would always meet at the same place. I would meet at the Apple Tree by the Cranbrook Track, <laughs> and there would be so many like private school kids running track that we kind of got lost in the mix. Like if a, if a cop was looking for a drug buy, yeah, there's like. 400 kids out here just doing various track activities the perfect place for a handoff like yeah, yeah. i thought really really hard about this because i was like so neurotic also while on adderall i'm just okay okay tanner if you're gonna deal dr- you got mapped be, out like dr- but, five
0: different escape routes like yeah you have a boat that and the fact under like under a cave like
1: i me and my dad were watching the wire too so i was just like looking at all these like messy drug deals i'm just like no nah, i gotta be better than that like i would always like wear like a shirt and tie like it was, uh-huh. it was so fucking pretentious.
0: Oh You're a shirt and tie. I'm gonna go meet my dealer. Uh, are you selling me a car?
1: Oh no! I was, and then the crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is, is, like, when Breaking Bad finally came out and they, like, revealed Gus Fring as a character, I'm like, oh, that was me in high school. It's like, <laughs> shirt and tie, just like, hello, thank you. Uh, m- yeah, yep, Very I, I only take 20s. Thank you so much. Bye. You thank
0: take you. it seriously. Think- That's business. So, like, everyone gets something different out of all these experiences, which is why it has to be more nuanced. You learn business skills. You yeah, yeah. didn't <laughs> go into it to sell drugs. You happen to have drugs and you are a good businessman. And yeah, so yeah. you treated it like a business, even if people are covert about it. You're like, well, I'm gonna have my rules, and you're exactly. gonna follow them. And you didn't have to do that, but you did, and that probably helped you in your future for other business things.
1: Yeah, I would do like okay, because I don't know if you ever had like uh, um, like at all, kind of like uh, fucks with your appetite, but you like yeah. still crave like sugar and stuff. So I would, uh, <sighs> I had this, I had this deal. I used to call it the the. The, the C deal is where I was like, okay, I can, uh, I can give you two for a hundred or I can give you uh, two for one ten, and here's a free cinnamon roll that I baked to
0: myself. Oh my God, this is so sweet. <laughs> you have to write this into some, I don't know if you um, are working on narrative stuff, but you should save this for something.
1: Oh, okay. I should, but I mean, like, not save it. it. I mean, <laughs> like
0: tell me, but also I think it's very funny that you ha- baked your own cinnamon rolls yeah like you didn't even go to costco and buy a shit ton you were like i made these with love
1: yeah and then my mom was always just like, <laughs> like i would always like you know my mom's Aww. heading out to the grocery store and she's like you need anything i'm like can you get me some like uh some pillsbury <sighs> cinnamon rolls and she's like you ask for those a lot but i never see you eat them what are you doing with them I'm like i'm just taking them to school for girls and then she was like that's sweet i'm like oh my <laughs> god yes yes like just
0: <laughs> damn
1: Saved that myself so, on that. Wow,
0: one. I love have you talked about this in stand No,
1: no, that I should, so I funny. should It's
0: so funny that you offered because I when you said the sweets thing, I thought you were gonna like, oh, okay, you threw in some candy, you know, like it's like might as well. Um, but it's not like, but you know, you took this is like extra effort. Like yeah. that's called like extra credit. That's the adderall. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the adderall. It's the adderall. <laughs> like if I hadn't been taking it up been like, here's a sucker. Enjoy your oh my pills. God. Like just
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, cause I never, I know a lot of people, especially in comedy who like, yeah, we're on Adderall as kids. And I, I, it's just interesting seeing it's different as an adult. Cause I really, it's like, you just have to be honest with yourself. Like, you know, where your lines are as a kid. It's a little harder cause you haven't learned the hard way yet. Sometimes when you go too far as an adult, yeah. I'm just like, I've, been, you know, I've quit drinking before I've done, I've like quit things and successfully and changed my lifestyle successfully. So When I started Adderall, I was very aware of that because people talk about how addictive it is. And my psychiatrist was like, you have to be careful with the appetite suppression. So I would literally like time and I don't eat very well to begin with Mm because my ADHD, I'll sometimes get too focused during mealtimes and then skip it anyways. So during my when I started medication, I'd like would give myself like a schedule like it's noon time to go eat lunch. And if I wasn't hungry, I'd like eat a small sandwich. So I actually got better at eating when I was on Adderall because, um, literally I was like overcompensating for the fact that I might not be hungry. Um, oh, yeah. which is also partly not being like, which is, I had to be honest because of course, as a young woman in Hollywood, even though this is bad and I don't encourage it, there's always a temptation to be like, well, what if I just like let it go a little bit? Would I lose some weight from like, no, because you're actually treating something and if you really want to see if it's working, you cannot just be fucking around with your body weight. for. Like, You have to just actually eat what you would eat. And then yeah. if you want to lose weight, do it after. But like, don't be doubling up here. Don't be greedy. Like, yeah, because it can go a very ba- bad way because you won't know what is affecting you because your body's is changing because like, you're dropping weight or because yeah. you're starting a new drug.
1: No, I get it. But get that's it. really
0: tough because it's like the only – like these psychiatrists – I meet with like once a month on a video. Like they don't Mm. really like you can lie, but
1: that's the, you shouldn't.
0: And I don't because I know how easy it is. I'm like, well, I'll just be the one paying the due later. Why would I want to set myself, my future self up for something shitty? But it's, it's hard to learn that. I think I had to learn that through, I don't know if I started as a teenager, I would have it as easy. I think.
1: True. True. (laughs) I don't know. It's, I feel like, um, Cause it, especially the place where I went to school, a lot of kids were taking Adderall, but they were doing it at like the 20 milligram. And so like twenties, those are like, I feel like the, the, the only reason I ever sold was because of my dosage and that in and of itself Uh is like the decision that I made, which, you know, I don't know. I, and then the thing was, I wasn't even like buying anything like flashy to show off the amount of money I was making. Like, I'd say at the end of those three years, I probably made about, I don't know, like four grand. But like, you know, it's not a high
0: school kid for sure. It's a
1: lot for a high school kid. And it also like set up my savings, which was nice, you know, but I don't know when my dad, like he was just like, Oh, let's go get your first car. And then he helped like pay for it. Like a part of me was like, you don't need to do that. I actually have, I have like four times the amount this car is worth, but it's okay. I'll just use, I'll, I'll fix it up myself. But like, and then there's like other things where you're like, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it was like, uh, when it was time to buy like SAT prep and like ACT prep and stuff, I bought all my books and stuff. And my parents were like, where'd you get the money from? I'm like, Oh, I just had a friend give me his stuff. Like, you know, I had to like,
0: yeah, there were secrets about that, that weren't on purpose, but you didn't want. To get in trouble but like you, yeah it's not like you were spending the money on like fancy shoes like you were buying s-a-t buys.
1: yeah no i was <laughs> the fancy shoes or like a hoodie like none of that stuff like if, if anything i spent the most money on is probably good stuff like s-a-t like and ACT they would probably prep. be
0: proud if they knew you were spending money you earned but you didn't want to let them know how you earned it like that's, the, yeah, that's how like deep I down just, you're actually just like always being you which is I love when people have these, like what you learn wasn't that you were bad or to do any of this. You just learn over time. Oh, this isn't exactly what I thought. There's more to giving my Adderall to kids who don't need it. than, than I thought, and then you stop. But yeah. you can see from the beginning, like it was never, you never like dipped your hand into crime. Like it's just no. so interesting when you, when you actually break it down, how people misconstrue this idea of like, Oh, kids selling drugs. It's like, yeah, they're kids. They don't know anything. And yeah, they don't. No, they
1: they don't know what the. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. All I knew is that people gave me money, and I got really good at making cinnamon rolls.
0: I love that you were like, because it's in a way you could have just started like a little baking company too and sell. Oh, cinnamon totally. Rolls. Just like bring a little <laughs> cart over, to though. school and sell cinnamon rolls. Um, well, I I like I really like the story for many reasons because I feel like it gets into childhood stuff, but also gets into ADHD, which I've talked about a lot because. When i started this pod, i wasn't on it i I literally my listeners who've heard from the beginning have heard me talk about how i think i have it and all the things to when i finally went and got the diagnosis and started on the weekends i really don't take my adderall as you can tell i'm very all over the place I try to lower my that's for
1: non-focus meme no not like weekend (laughs) tanner can stare at a bird for 20 minutes that's fine yeah i I just
0: talk a lot when i'm not i mean like i said it's opposite of i feel like most people I see on Coke are like how I sound right now. Mm. And now that I'm doing this, I'm like, next time I do a pot, I should probably take (laughs) (laughs) Adderall. Like, it's like, Uh, Do what you want. Whoa! up? ideas. Cool. Let's do it. (laughs) Bing bang boom. I just started another podcast while I was recording this podcast. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. I want to end with. um, I usually end with like a a game or something silly. Lately, I've been doing this one just because it's kind of um, uh, easy and fun, and I, I like hearing what people say. So it's very simple. I just ask, what are three rules you have for? like if you were to start your own society so it's not like it doesn't have to be religious doesn't have to be governmental it could be but it could be as simple as like everyone's left-handed so no magic but um Mm. the idea is like this isn't our world so if let's say you actually got a a land or an island and people willingly could go there and they would have to follow your rules in order to live there what would those be
1: all right uh i'm gonna start with the extreme one first uh i think that Uh, and like listeners don't judge me on this, but I read it like three days ago and it's hilarious to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that if you uh, cheat on your wife, (laughs) that you should resolve it the way they did in the 1200s in Italy. Uh, The way that they would uh, Uh, do do it is that a priest would dig a hole deep enough for the man to like, stand in huh? and would come up to his waist right and the man has to stay in that hole then they give the man like a, a thick branch or like a stick or something right and then the wife they trace a line of like a, a circle of salt about maybe like 12 feet around the hole right uh-huh. uh and the wife is allowed like uh i think like uh like a a a, a wooden stick the same as the man but also she gets a bag of rocks and
0: <laughs> is she in a hole too?
1: No, no. Okay. She is standing above. She has the high ground. Right. Okay. And so the man ah. has to stay in the hole. And, uh, I feel like the way that the church set it up was just like, all right, if the man wins, then he gets to decide to what happens with the woman. If the woman uh-huh. wins, then the man gets to side to what happens to the lady. And Wait, I feel like, if, what's if, the fight?
0: What do they fight?
1: No, like, okay, the, the thing in the 1200s in Italy, divorce was so, like, taboo yeah. that they thought, okay, if you feel so strongly that you don't want to be with this person, and obviously marriage was viewed as, like, this God-given, like, you know, like, how dare you break a vow with God mm. that you're willing to put your life on the line for it. So... Like I feel like in that society, especially how people think now, she's like, damn, I should really think about who I yeah. wanna be with. Otherwise I'm gonna be waist deep in a hole with Wait, her I'm with confused. a bag of what rocks over after
0: me. the – Okay, so they're in the hole. And then what? They're just in the hole? Or is does she like waxing with no, like, the rocks or like, like
1: they they put the man in the hole waist deep? And then they give the woman the bag of the rocks, and they're like, "Okay, fight now." Oh, okay, like, fight. so like, do like, whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like some Mortal Kombat shit. It's yeah. terrible. It's terrifying. Did
0: they actually? So, I mean, knowing how women are, are women and people, even if they didn't think that all the time, I imagine they're giving them rocks. Some women are beating the hell out of these guys. Like, they're not pulling punches, right? So, like, oh yeah, I didn't know. No. So that that's like, I'm very surprised. I would be. I'm surprised to hear that they were just like. Yeah. Beat up your husband.
1: It was uh, very popular. I don't condone
0: uh, it, but I no. am that's a very powerful image that I just was not expecting to be from the. 1200s. No, I, I
1: it was very popular in like uh, Russia, obviously. Very, very good. But like, I just I feel like that's the most Russian thing you can do back in the 1200s. Like, I do not like my wife. OK, Barry, uh, uh, get the shovels like, you Stand know, like in this hole
0: and let her whack you in the head with rocks. Jesus Christ, it's
1: like, it's so hardcore. Like, it's That's ridiculous. Crazy. Like, it's like,
0: it almost makes you realize. I mean, I've been talking so much about animal behavior lately just because I've been like waking up with the sun. So I'm like, hunter gatherer. But it almost makes me feel like sometimes we put ourselves in these, like, we put ourselves in the rules of society for a reason to have order. But when someone breaks the rules, we do need to process it, but we don't want to process it like cannibals or no. barbarians. So we, do what we say is a system like put a man in a hole but when you really look at what's going on there like no context is that any different than just two people duking it out when they're pissed exactly it's the same except that they make it feel like well first you come to the court and then the court orders you to duke it out but the reality is like animals like hold all that aggression in their bodies and then they get it out by either like shaking it or fighting and i think um the the maybe subconscious reason the church maybe did that was because they know if these people are going to stay together, they need to process this, whatever this anger and pain is, you can't bury it because it'll come out. So it's like, get it out right now. And then afterwards, if you actually feel good about this person, you've actually buried, literally buried the hatchet by (laughs) hitting them. (laughs) I don't condone, but I do think that's where it comes from. It comes from like, you need to get that energy out and you have to express it specifically about this situation before you can move on. Exactly. Um, okay so that's your rule so uh, husbands and wives would be fighting are we still highlighting the man in the hole like in this gender equality world or would they both be in a hole or is it not a gender are we also just living in a is your world where men are just automatically given the advantage therefore when they're at a disadvantage they have to be lower because I imagine that's why the man's in the hole is they let's ex- go with
1: the church rules let's go old school let's okay, go old school. Okay, bury old school. the man all right. bury the
0: man the man all right what's the second rule <laughs> uh second rule
1: i believe that everyone should be taught how to homebrew like what the (laughs) fuck are you paying for beer for and just like also Uh like i got into that like a little bit uh in high school everything i made tasted like shit but it's just like it's
0: you're uh, brewing beer in high school and selling adderall
1: (laughs) it's completely legal to buy the ingredients Sure. to make your own alcohol. Also, you can just like blend an apple and leave it in your refrigerator mm-hmm. like in a bowl and then like 2 weeks later you just have apple alcohol. It's going to taste like shit because there's no sugar like mm. and nothing like, you know, that you've put in it to make it taste good, but it's very easy to make alcohol. Like I made oh, yeah. uh I made like apple wine once for uh Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and that turned out like a little too good because like, uh, I mean, what uh, usual alcohol content of like wines and stuff is like 30%. Uh, I tested mine and it came back like, uh, like 39%. Like that shit was like Whoa. Viking strong. It was crazy. Like, yeah, and I only had yeah. like two bottles and my uncle drank both of them and I was so effing piss! i gotta
0: get your recipe i never tried to make alcohol at home but i um i love to make stuff like actually now i'm like i want to make pickles but um what it's interesting that as you said that i was like oh cool and then i was like wait a minute duh like alcohol Humans made alcohol, and yeah, then it's so easy. We, and then we got better at it, and then we put labels on them, and then of course they're like refined taste now, and then you buy them, and then yeah. it is wild to be like, did you know you can just ferment fruit? And it's like, yeah, that's how that's how that's how it's made. Um, yeah, it's a long process, so it's like if you really want to do that, but that is so funny because I feel like yeah, children, it almost makes you want to be like, no, we must regulate. Like, no, we don't. If a kid no. is smart enough and ambitious enough and cares enough to ferment their own alcohol. Well, either, either they're like, it's not that hard to get alcohol if you really wanted to in school, like not, not condoning it, but if they put in so much effort to make it, like they probably could have also gotten someone to buy it for them. So at that point, you really just need to let this kid be the smart kid and just figure it out because like, you can't be like no groceries for you kid. Like that's wild.
1: Yeah. Also like, I feel like, uh, the, if you teach someone where something comes from they're a little bit more responsible with it mm. like uh i um I had a friend that like worked on like like offshore like oil and stuff mm. but he was like the most like uh tree hugginist guy and I was just like why he would be like like he wouldn't drive anywhere for three days and then he would get all the stuff he needed done on a Thursday by driving and I'm Aww. like what are you doing? He's like, just doing my part, man. So a lot of stuff out there. Like, just, you know, like,
0: damn. Yeah, you know. true. We just need to yeah. travel more and see more. I okay. feel like
1: if people knew where it came from and like how to make it, they'd be like, you know what? I know exactly how much, uh, this test set. So I'm going to have two and then call a friend to drive me home. Like it would just be, yeah. I feel like people would be more responsible.
0: I, I agree with that. I think that's true. Um, yeah. Okay. Third rule. What's your final rule?
1: Third rule. Um, pfft. let's just eliminate homelessness. Everybody has to have a house or a that's dwelling great. of some sort that, that like, not so much like bare bones, mm. but like,
0: here's your starter your kit. Life. Everybody
1: yeah. likes this. Like, you know, I don't, I don't even want like the projects in my society. Yeah. I just want like, like if anything, we would call projects like, like here's, here's a base home. Like, you know, <laughs> here's a, a this it, is
0: a fixer upper that, but you have to fix it up. You can't. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. interesting. Cause you're right. Like, because I lived in New York and projects they have projects there and it's like the thing is if the government is trying to help out like why would you help out by starting with the bare minimum when you know they have access like the government can bail out yeah. companies if the government is going to do anything at all and be like here's homes it makes no sense that you'd be like all right well here's the bare minimum something that has it I mean the projects people will talk about with a negative connotation mm. because it's not as nice but it's like the thing from the government shouldn't be that. It should actually be fairly nice. Like it should be like yeah. as nice as you put your government officials in. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna use the tax money to put up a government official in a hotel and then you're gonna build a house for one of your civilians, don't you think that it's pretty strange that yeah. one has a negative connotation and one has like it's just like, hmm, just think about it for a second.
1: Well, I feel like that's the way that the government feels about a lot of things like i feel like the reason we got 1200 and that's it yeah. is because Why? like that's probably how much it costs for a politician to like make a dead hooker disappear or i don't know like you know what i mean like just like here just like like it's it's like that's how much money they would typically throw at a problem that could get them in trouble
0: yeah because it's just okay we just give that to everyone everyone." yeah if everyone gets it enough people be like no no but i want it i'm not gonna say anything because it's like yeah they know the 1200 dollars. but when you think (laughs) about how much they actually have and how much more they could do and how much they're taking and how very little and insulting that is yeah. Like here's twelve hundred dollars for eight that, months. It's like,
1: yeah, like, like, like I fuck? feel like in private, like Mitch McConnell's just like I don't know what they're all arguing about. I mean, twelve hundred dollars a person. That's like that's like seven, 70 million dead hookers. Like I I, I did my part. Like you know, <laughs> oh, like just that no. foghorn, leghorn, butch voice. Just yeah. like god damn. Well, it.
0: and you. St- it speaks to what you said about when people know where things come from because a lot of those people have accountants. They and have aren't no idea their their what the average American
1: goes. Through. They're
0: not even managing <laughs> their own money. Like I i like don't understand how there's billionaires who end up broke you know what i mean because i'm like if i had a billion dollars sure maybe i'd get a few more things but i would probably i mean i'm the same size i don't need a mansion i would probably live in the same place maybe i would buy a house but probably not much bigger than the apartment i live in now and then maybe one more dog and then after that i would just use it to live the life i want and be able to give what i want but like it's crazy to me that people have to keep adding rooms to their house. like, you're not growing as a person. Like, you're still... How many showers does one person need, truly? Like, yeah, shit. It's <laughs> like, a lot. That's a crime. Like, you should be... That shower could have paid for someone's college, you know? Exactly. Um, well, I like this. I don't know if I would necessarily live here, but I think there are people who would live here. Um, mostly, the, ho- Michigan, mostly the so. burying and nah. the whole thing kind of... I'm a little sketchy about, but I, I understand why that would appeal to some people. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's Tanner Tannerland. Tan- if you if you want to <laughs> live in Tannerland, uh, where can people find you?
1: Uh, people can find me at Tanner O Comedy on all venues. Uh, I'm not on TikTok, but I might I might try it. <laughs> Get on I, TikTok.
0: I, I'm on it's TikTok. we all the
1: preteens hanging out.
0: <laughs> Follow me, the preteen on TikTok. Um, yeah, I'll plug my TikTok. Sure. Uh, <laughs> my TikTok is just Larissa T, which is the same as my instagram and twitter um and you can follow this podcast at tell me anything pod and yeah that's it thank you guys yeah so much. Uh, and
1: then uh listen to anomaly homily as well it's yes. real good uh, i've done uh I, I got one with roy wood jr in there yeah. i got one with uh Murph from woke on hulu i got one with Teresa lee as well <laughs> Uh, lots of good episodes, lots of good episodes, a lot of fun. The latest one I dropped today uh, is my buddy, John. I went to his wedding yesterday. Mm. Don't worry, 25 people. About <laughs> it. That's Everyone has to
0: add. The, at this point, it's like, just say where you went. It's fine. I
1: know, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was, it was a very... Good ceremony, and like they're just so good together. You know, and that's so, so sweet. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's great. I'll check it out. I was the best
1: man, you know, it was, it was good. I
0: love it. That's why I, I don't, I feel like I don't know if T Murph would remember me. I feel like we've done the NBC thing before, but I know mm-hmm. his name because um, of he like got, ended up getting the NBC uh, scholarship. But once I was on a plane, and someone saw I had like the stand up NBC backpack, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, do you know T Murph? It's just like a, I've, oh, I wish I remember his name. It was just a guy. He wasn't like a comedian, just a civilian. Yeah. But he was coming to LA, and he was really excited. He was like, I know he's my he's my homie. Like, do you know him? And I was like, actually, like, kind of, like, not. Usually, when people say, do you know so and so, you're like, no. But I was like, kind yeah. of, like, not, not really. We're not close, but like, yeah, that I do know who he is. So it was really yeah. funny that he like pointed to my backpack, and I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's cool. I'll check that out. All right. Thank you so much for doing the show
1: the show uh, anytime Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Nicole. And we're the hosts of the comedy podcast, Dude That's Fucked Up.
0: Join us every Wednesday for an irreverent discussion on topics such as light cannibalism a la the Donner Party, JFK's meth dependency, cryptid fanfic, and even pubes. It's available now on the Hoo-Ha-Ha Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Go to
1: DTFUPodcast.com for more information. You know what's not fucked up? This podcast, you butthole. This has been a hoo ha podcast.